to the pod closet. I am your co-host, Ryan Phillips, joined as always by above-average pancake maker, Andrew Tuck. Andrew, how are you? I'm doing well, buddy. Um, I would say the pancakes are probably my third best breakfast food. I mean, we got to hear the top three. You got to round it out for the listeners. Like, I'm number one, number one at making crepes. I'm a fantastic crepe maker. Crepes. Um, Crepes. They're just really fine pancakes. There you go. Talladega Nights, first 15 seconds of the episode. Um, Number two would be waffles, but that's just pouring batter on an iron, so it's not hard. Pancakes have a tough time with the the pan temperature. I tend to burn them. Can you make anything that isn't a carb? A carb? Uh, Like when I make breakfast? Just in general, or is it yeah. all carbs? Is that the whole repertoire? It's rep- really rep- repertoire. You know repertoire? what? Can't do that. I can't do that one. You know what? It's a good thing we're not doing a vocabulary podcast or a cooking podcast. We're doing a movie podcast. That's right. Welcome back to Tuck and Rolls. We're a movie slash pop culture podcast by a guy that likes movies. That's me, and a movie guy. That's you. Above average pancake maker. Hey, where'd you get that? You made me pancakes once. I did. Wow, what a nice guy. Yeah, we were in Revelstoke as a softball tournament. Oh yeah, I did, and I, that I was believe the time you, I you made it. Ran... You made a bet with one of our <laughs> friends about you could make the perfect pancake, and you'll notice I didn't say perfect pancake. I said above average pancake maker. So I mean, no. So this this comes back to my pancake issues, though. Like um, we had because I, I remember that tournament. We had difficulty. I had dif- I had difficulty flipping the pancake. I didn't use enough butter. Or the pan wasn't hot enough. Something. And I racked like four pancakes. And then somebody said, well, I could flip it on there. I said, if you flip it on here, I will run the bases naked. And the first one they flipped it. So I did run the bases naked. Yeah, that's why I see where you were going there. That's what you brought up. It's very, very memorable. I actually didn't, re- I, I honestly didn't remember the whole thing. I just, I got to put things on the list as they come to me. I mean, you, uh... it's more of a quantity over quality situation with the intros. That's the same thing as our podcast. Were you there when I streaked a class in university? <laughs> uh, I would have had to have been in the class, so probably not. <laughs> I did. I didn't. I did bad. <laughs> no, I thought. Um, I thought a bunch of our friends attended a <laughs> a intro to. Com- yeah, it was uh, Compenge one hundred one. It was engineering. Computer Engineering 101, and all of our friends, or a bunch of our friends, attended the last class where they filled out a survey just exactly how much they learned about computer engineering over the year. So his his results on his year-end survey were very skewed to the negative. But huh. <laughs> anyway, um, how was your week, how's Big your, Cat? Oh, I was going to ask you how your week was. My week was okay, you know, not bad. Uh, I uh, Friday night, I went to a local local place, pick up some food, bring home Northern Chicken. Shout out to Northern Chicken in Edmonton here. Very good fried chicken. And I'm now drinking one of the um, one of the beers I bought there. Worth a Ooh. shout out. Uh, Rebellion Brewing Company. I think they're from Regina or Saskatoon. Uh, but it's a lentil beer. It's beer made out of lentils. <laughs> I don't know wh- why. Um, I guess they just had a lot. Um, it's good. Uh, I liked, I got another one of theirs also just like a, like a light cerveza. They had titled it as a cerveza and it was good. This one's a, I don't know. It's a little bit weird. It's not bad, but. Is it, is it gluten-free? Is that the lentil thing? I think I so. I don't know. That's a good question. It doesn't yeah, it... say that it's gluten-free. Mm, maybe it's it not. It does I say don't, don't, it says don't drink and drive. That's good. That's good tips. It says light, smooth, delicious. Innovative, just like me. <laughs> Light, All those smooth, things. delicious, and innovative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that might be our new. <laughs> we're ditching the movie guy thing, and we're just going tuck and rolls. 
one guy's lights, lights, smooth, delicious, and innovative. <laughs> That's right. It's a good tagline. I watched a couple of movies too. This is a big week for uh, the Tucker Rolls podcast because uh, Disney Plus added um, stars. stars content in Canada. Yeah. So like, I, lo- I logged on, I started scoping it out. So much content to watch. So much new content. The the world is my oyster. So what do I do? I watch. 2009 Runaway and Train movie Unstoppable starring Chris Pine and Denzel Washington. Was it the best choice I could have made as my first? No, but like, was it fun? Yeah. Just a lot of like, uh, Tony Scott, really good at making things look dramatic. Just a lot of like jump cuts to like trains with intense music. It he, was fun. Um, I had fun. Did Tony do Man on Fire or was that Ridley? I think that was Tony. He likes yeah, Denzel. Man. They like working together. Oh, and Man on Fire is fantastic. That's a good but one. That Unstoppable is a good movie. That's two very good actors. We're all. It's, ex- it's an extremely stupid movie, but it's a well-made movie and it was fun. Isn't it based on a true story? I mean, based on a true story in as such as there are trains and sometimes trains have problems. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure it was, if you, if you crunch the numbers, it'd be 98% artistic, uh, What's the other word for that? They made it up. Poetic license or whatever? Yeah, poetic license. Thank you. Um, no problem. Pro- semi-professional brands. speaker Ryan Phillips here just fucking nailing it. <laughs> what are words? Words are hard. Why do we words do this? <laughs> um, did you get fun. into that stars content? What did you I get did not, this week? I did not this week. I did. Uh, I, we got some big pod news, though. Pod my, news? My, so my, my parents recently, recently retired. Congrats to... Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Tuck, but they, um, they started listening to the podcast. My dad's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with all this time. So I'm going to listen to the podcast. So they listened to oh, our last episode. Yeah. Wow. Um, but it's exciting because he, we always talk about, my mom's like, please don't make this a thing on the podcast. I'm like, I'm going to make it a thing on the podcast shortly, mom. Don't worry. Um, but like <laughs> the, uh, the segment that we talk about all the time, movies my dad would like. He actually gave yeah. me a movie that my dad would like. That oh, my dad hell liked. yeah. Straight, <laughs> so was, straight from Papa Tuck. Hit yeah, me with it. It, um, it was on Netflix. It's called Fisherman's Friend. You heard about this one? I doubt it. Like like the the throat lozenge? lozenge? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like that's what, what it's titled. But it's, what, uh, No, I have not heard of this movie. What the fuck I is I think this? it's an Irish movie. It's about a small fishing village that has a a troop of singing fishermen. I actually saw the preview for it <laughs> and like they get a record deal and it's, it's yeah. My dad said oh, it was really good. You're confused. That's the full Monty. You're thinking of the full Monty. No, I think it's very similar vein, but they don't strip don't in this one. There's less naked Englishmen in this one. So anyway, that's straight from Phil Tuck, the recommendation of Fisherman's Friend. He's like, we didn't want a movie that had a ton of violence in it. We just wanted something easy to watch and it was great. So there you go. That's that's great. My dad, hey, my dad called. He doesn't listen, I don't think. He called me to, to he ended up calling me to tell me he was proud of me this week, which was a weird week for me. Um, <laughs> long, long story short, I, you know, it, it's, um, I, I got um, a small bonus at work. Good for me. I don't deserve it. It's white male privilege. So let's move on. And I put some of that money uh, onto this line of credit that I've got, which is, if I'm being honest with you and the listeners, it's an old student line of credit that I've been working on, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And we got we got her almost done. She's going to be polished off here soon. And this was about half of the remaining that I put on there. And so he called me and he's like, what happened? Because he, he sees it because he was a co-signer, you know, when I was 18. And then I told him, I was like, oh, it's just a work. I got some bonus money. Like, don't worry. And then he told me, oh, like, good for you. Like, I'm proud of you. That's awesome. I was like, Dave, I'm 34. This is from when I was 18. You should not be proud of me. I should not still be dealing with this. I'm a fuck up. 
<laughs> like pump pump the brakes, bud. Like thank you, but no, I don't think so. Uh, I think that everybody <laughs> has their own path, and he should be proud of you. Congrats on the you know uh, doing a I'd good like, job. I'd like love to point out that all that money that I put on that student line of credit, no degree, did not get the degree. Well thought out plan. <laughs> yeah, I definitely spent spent it on more than school. I'll tell you that much. You you spent yours on Seven Eleven DVDs. I did, <laughs> and beers. Um, but that's a big week for us. So we got two dads that are proud of us. So hey, shout out to dads. You know, shout yeah. out to all the dads. We got a bunch of dads that listen. We do. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did watch the movies too. Um, one I'm going to save for my crispy gem. But the other one I watched, uh, I Care A Lot, that new one on Amazon Prime. I don't know that one. Who's in it? What's it about? Roseman Pike and Tyrion Lannister, so Peter Dinklage, are in it. It's about, it's kind of a fucked up movie. Um, It's about this guardian. She's a legal guardian. She essentially, it's this woman that takes advantage of old people. So there's there's these laws in the States where you can put somebody similar to, oh, that's another thing I watched, similar to the... Britney Spears conservatorship. Like that's oh, essentially Brittany. what this movie is about. I did watch that too. We got to talk about Britney. Yeah. We got to bring that up, but. Hey, talk. Um, talk. Yeah. It's Britney, bitch. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, we could talk about that next, but the, this, I care a lot. Rosamund Pike is, is fabulous because she's a, she's a good actress, actress, but it's just a weird, it's about her taking advantage of old people and she ends up taking advantage of the wrong old person who's connected to the Russian mob. She like talks herself into these conservatorships and then it's all a scam. It's a hoax. She's trying to just scam them. Yeah. She essentially just takes all their money and shoves these yeah. old people in that's, a home, takes all sadly, their money. Sadly, I think that's like a very real problem, you know? Oh, there's, yeah. There's like, you know, people with these old parents that they don't want to have to deal with and take care of. So then they just are like, well, we'll sign you up. You're a professional caretaker. And then they, you know, fuck well, they take all their money. They try and like the, the whole point of this is they try and find people that don't have any family. And then she's oh, got a sure. judge on the take and- like, you know, this is all right at the beginning of the movie, so it's not a spoiler. She's got a doctor and a judge, so doctor declares them incompetent. Judge says, okay, you look after them. She just shoves them in a home against their will. It's awful. I mean, we've, all been, we've all been there. We've all had a doctor declare us incompetent at least once or twice. No big deal. You get over it. I think I'm still right? legally. De- I think I'm still legally incompetent. Yeah, no, but <laughs> that's what that's what um, that's what your wife tells me. <laughs> that's, that's what that's what the tagline for this podcast should be. Yeah, actually, uh, Tucker Rolls let me, legally let me incompetent. Check, let me check with the pod lawyer, past guest Kane. Yeah, he says legally <laughs> incompetent. <laughs> pod lawyer. Oh, he's definitely not our lawyer, but we wish he was. Um, yeah, so it was good. It was okay. I'll say it's okay. It's not great, but Rosamund Pike's good. So. Yeah, she's a great actress. Hey, uh, uh, no, fuck, I had something and I totally lost it. It'll come back to me. It, <laughs> so I'll get I it. did watch that Britney documentary. Did you, did you happen to, uh, take a go? I, I didn't watch all of it. Um, I've seen a lot of it in the news. I've like caught up with it in the news. I didn't watch the documentary. Charlotte did. And she did tell me that it basically covered, uh, the bits and pieces, like the news stuff that I kind of already know. So, but like the whole thing is crazy. So for anybody who doesn't yeah. know, Britney Spears has been under like a legal conservatorship for like what, like fifteen or sixteen years or something. Yeah. And like basically, um, her her dad was like, she's crazy. She can't be in charge of her own finances and life and stuff. And so they they gave him control over it. But then it's been sixteen years, and like you can't tell me that somebody is both incapable of control taking care of themselves and also can do like a six night a show vegas thing for like three years or whatever like you can't be both so like what the fuck's going on you know 
Yeah, and there, there's some very weird wording in the legal document about how it's sort of a hybrid business arrangement and that kind of thing. It's all very, I, I heard about this, I think it was like five years ago on a podcast. Um, it talked about how Britney Spears wasn't in control of anything because she was, and it kind of goes, the documentary does a good job going through like, this is how she became a star and this is what society essentially Dis- did to her. This is the Disney, Disney Kids Club or Mickey Mouse Club, right? She was a Mickey Mouse, she was a Mouseketeer, yeah. With That's JT the thing is you and, think, uh, well, why would a, why would a parent do this to their kids? But then you go back and you're like, well, when she was a toddler, they were trying to like pimp her out for cash basically. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that maybe that's a poor choice of words, but. Yeah, uh, uh, maybe, but not really. Like essentially that's what the one lady said is that her dad was just like, how can I make money off of this? Yeah. I do think it's possible that your kid could be interested in the arts and have a flair for the dramatic and that sort of thing. And that you can encourage that and that it could turn out okay. But I also think that you could be a, a dirtbag like Macaulay Culkin's parents where there's like laws invented in California now to protect against like what happened to him. So like people suck. Just because your parents doesn't mean you don't suck. Most yeah. people suck. You hear stories about that all the time with athletes, how they just get taken advantage of by their own parents. Oh, for sure. And coming from that perspective, like I can't even imagine doing that to my own kid. Like it, it takes a very, very special kind of person and special in the exact wrong way to do that. So You know, maybe I'm coming in a hot with a bad mood tonight, but like I don't think it is that special. I think most people fucking suck. I think I think the good people are the special ones. I think we're well, shooting like 70/30 right now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's a pretty hot take. <laughs> I got to say everybody sucks. Okay, that's kind of mood Ryan's in. Good. <laughs> cool. The world's bad. Anyways, here's our dumb show about movies. I'm really happy to be here. Um, you know, I did, I watched a follow-up on Stars. I think I'll save it for my Crispy Jam. I think I probably have talked about it before, but, okay. you know, it's it's risky if you, 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 you can't burn through them all at once. I yeah. watched, uh, I also watched a bunch of Billions, which is great. Yeah, you've been powering through that, hey? Yeah. Yeah, Charlotte yeah. and I, season six of Grey's Anatomy. Ooh, Ooh they're still doing it. There's like, isn't there like 19, like what season are yeah, they there's, on? Yeah, there's, I think there's like 18 seasons on Netflix, so. Also, I need to do a pod correct, like not a pod correction, but a shout out to me last week because I'm giving myself a shout out. Um, we talked about the blacklist last week mm-hmm. uh, and you were like, I have no clue what that show's about. And I was like, I'm correct. pretty sure it's a criminal that catches criminals and it's been on for eight seasons. Mm-hmm. I went to Wikipedia and what did it say? It's a criminal that catches criminals and has been on for eight seasons. So shout out to me. Hey, got one right. Finally, 39 episodes in. You needed a win. <laughs> hey, did. yeah, shout out Shout out to being 39 episodes in. It's a shame we're going to have to retire the show in 30 more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can't nice. go over that. Nice. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> That's still funny. Uh, I should put, hey, mom, turn it down for that joke. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mrs. Tuck. Sometimes I talk about sex stuff. Um, What else did I, I also watched, uh, I watched Dawn of the Dead again, because it's on Prime. Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, written by James Gunn, a movie that we have talked about. And I'm assuming that you watched it because last week he dropped his Army of the Dead teaser trailer. Is that yeah. correct? That's exactly right. We tweeted that out. Shout out to me again. Tell me your thoughts about this <laughs> teaser trailer. That's right. Episode 39. We're now devoting episodes to minute and a half oh, teaser trailer. Yeah, back, the back well up. is dry. We're out of back, content. No, wait. Back up. I got to I gotta say something about the Brady documentary. So there was this, there were these two people that were interviewed 
on the Britney documentary, and they have a podcast specifically dedicated to Britney's Instagram. That's they come it? On a, yep. They come on a weekly show. And, and my, my beautiful wife, Jan, was like, that's a little bit extreme, isn't it? I said, yeah, but their podcast is on a multinational, <laughs> like a, a streaming documentary that's being seen by millions of people. Yeah, they're And doing we get okay. 60 listeners a week, so. Proud of we those should... 60 listeners. Need nine <laughs> yeah. more. Boom, did they're, it again. They're, um, we should maybe transition to being a Rock's Instagram podcast. What do you think? Like just break down everything that Rock does? Oh, buddy, his new, he's making that new energy drink and I am Zoa. thrilled. Yeah. yeah. Like I assume that it's just as bad for me as the monster energy drink I drink, but the rock tells me it's good for me and I believe him. So All I right. want to get it. I want to drink it. I want to be big and strong like Dwayne. I'm going to mix it with this tequila, I think. Really just jack oh, up yeah, the night. Oh yeah, that's a move. Just, hey? just mix some Red Bull and vodka and just fucking... Your body is like your body wants to be unconscious because of the amount of alcohol, but there's too much cor- caffeine coursing through your veins, and you can't fall asleep. Yeah, that's safe. There's We've no all been there. We've all no done way it. that could go wrong if I do that for years and years and years. No, um, I don't. But, but yeah. So, just give it. We'll, we'll be a pop culture movie podcast this time. But if we change to a specific celebrity's Instagram podcast next time, you'll know what we're trying to do here. Um, so, Zack Snyder's back to the trailer. I got a lot yeah, of you did. Uh, you only mildly derailed me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what we do. Hold on, are we moving on to a new topic? Let me back it up ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just these things just pop into my head. I, um, it's too much. How much, how much? How much criticism do I have to give you before your parents call me out for bullying you? Now that they're <laughs> listeners, <laughs> they're not. They're not. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna find that line and I'm gonna edge closer and closer to it. <laughs> that's fine. That's what our dynamic is anyway. Uh, okay. The trailer. Thoughts. Give me thoughts I, on this teaser trailer. I I loved it. Like I'm really excited for this movie. Dave Dave Batista. We call him David or Dave Batista. I think Dave. I think he goes Dave, by Dave. Dave the Batista. Animal Batista. That guy fucking rules. He should be in every movie. He's awesome. He was a great wrestler. I love guys like him and Brock Lesnar. I love guys that are willing to play sort of the heel, rise quickly, use it to just bring more of their careers. It's awesome. Use it to buy their farm in Saskatchewan. <laughs> That's Brock what... Lesnar. He lives in Saskatchewan. He uh he's from Minnesota, Minnesota originally. Great. Played for the he tried out for the Vikings. He's a awesome story. Love Brock Lesnar. I got some thoughts here. Let me let me hit you with this. The tone. The last three Zack Snyder movies that we've seen have all had a very similar tone, and that tone is kind of dark, kind of somber. You know, mm-hmm. not a lot of light. Very much like grim and gritty. This is like, despite the fact that it's like uh, full of dead people. It's like, right, it's popping. It looks fun. Now, here's where I'm at is zombie apocalypse. We we find out in this teaser trailer, they're trying to steal money from a vault in the middle of Vegas when Vegas is full of zombies. So I have a question, first of all, which is why would you need money in a zombie apocalypse? It doesn't make any sense. But then the follow-up to that is I don't care. That's actually a fucking great idea. I love it. It's a zombie, but it's a zombie heist. Yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah, the world exists. That zombie apocalypse world exists. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Whatever it is, virus doesn't matter. It happened. Uh, so yeah, show me something different that kind of works. I, I did have the same thought. Like, why would you need money in a post-apocalyptic world? Yeah. I'm assuming now, liquor and stuff would be traded. I'm assuming so, yeah. they, they're either going to do two things. They're either going to try to explain it, give us a reason, or just be like, who gives a shit? <laughs> or just you know? go with it. Yeah, and fuck it. I don't care either way. I'm sure it'll be in the first 15 minutes. It'll have some 
one or two lines, somebody will say, well, why do we need money? Because everybody needs money or something. And then that's you know, it. maybe, maybe off the top of my head, you know, maybe it's contained. Maybe it's just Vegas. Maybe they got it walled off. Maybe it's, oh, yeah. maybe it's just that. North America and they can still use that money in Europe. You know, who knows? Who fucking cares? They had currency before paper money. So yeah, I think that. Yeah. I think currency sense. was just things that you apply value to like Bitcoin. It's only valuable because oh. people say it's valuable. Exactly. I think that this this trailer had distinct Dawn of the Dead vibes. It was one of his brighter movies, and that's why I watched it because I was like, I want to see this. Yeah. Like if it's not if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And we talked about Dawn of the Dead. We love about Dawn of the Dead. We're excited for Army of the Dead. We thought, despite the fact that this seems like it's edging closer and closer and closer to being just a Zack Snyder based podcast, <laughs> let me it it isn't. He's just in the news a lot lately. And we don't have a lot going on. So what else are we going to talk about? So He's, gear, but, he's gearing up for a huge 2021. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he's got Zack Snyder's Justice League coming out. And then he's got um, Army of the Dead. And then that Army of the Dead deal, I believe, was a multi-picture deal with Netflix. So he's going to have more Netflix stuff coming, too. All which, about I mean, zombies? Uh, I don't know if it's all about zombies. I, I just, I think I read that it was a multi-picture deal. Like, come, come work with us, make some movies, do whatever, you know. Uh, nice. But yeah, we wanted to, we thought we wanted to, let's talk zombie movies here for a little while for this week's episode. Um, We both love zombie movies. We're excited yeah. for this one. I don't know what exactly about a love, a love about a zombie movie. I think it's, I, I think a zombie movie has the potential, not everyone does it, but it has the, each one has the potential to be like just that kind of best mix of action and horror. Like you, it's not a hundred percent very scary, but it can be scary, but it can also just be cool action. And it's like a fun way to mix both. I think that's one of the things that draws me to them. Yeah. It's a scary movie I can handle. I'll put it that way. I can handle a zombie movie. Like you gave me, um, when we were doing our Halloween special, you gave me evil dead, uh, which was the remake, um, the evil dead remake, the the evil dead remake, which is a dead eight. So it's not a zombie, but there's zombie esque kind of deal. Um, I can handle those. I like that kind of. I like that kind of horror movie, if you call it a horror movie. But I think I also was thinking about this. What is it that draws us to a zombie movie? What draws me to a zombie movie is the is the pictures that use the zombies as sort of... Because we talked a couple of weeks ago about um, using a locale as a character in the movie. If you use the zombies as sort of one mass character and then you have people, actual people in it that kind of... Um, their, I don't know where I'm going with it. Their, um, their actions are altered by the zombies and how they react. That's what makes a good zombie movie. I'm not watching the zombie movie for the zombies. I'm watching the zombie movie for the people in the zombie movie. So that makes sense. I don't know. I kind of rambled. That's there. why everybody watches the zombie movie. Talk, not nobody really. watches the zombie movie for the zombies. I think some people characters do. Interact. You, nobody's going to watch a movie that was all zombie. No, because it wouldn't be a story. They'd just be yeah. mindlessly rolling What you're around. describing is the thing you like is a story. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay, well, fine. I thought I had some. <laughs> thought I had some really. Good I mean, you tried. There. You sh- you certainly tried, and I do appreciate that. Oh, mom, he's bullying now, me. You mentioned you mentioned something. You said whether they're a zombie or a deadite or whatever. And when I was listing some movies that I like, that I thought you know I just want them handy in case I want to talk about them. There's a lot of things that I put on my list that you know if you want to break it down, don't don't count as a zombie because like if you're talking zombie classically, it's. The dead come back to life. And then you add that when a zombie bites a living person, that person tends to turn into a zombie as well. That's pretty classic zombie. Well, the living person has to die first, I think. 
well, but they yeah, die from the infection. Yes, right? generally that is what I believe to be the case is they do have to die first, but after they're bit, they're infected. The infection kills them quickly. Yes. You know, fever and infection, you know, Rona, whatever. Uh, and then they do come back to life. Now, that's that's the classic, but then you've got some like newer additions to how that works and stuff. You know, like a, a uh, an army of darkness is they're, they're deadites, but like... Some of them aren't zombies. They're, you know, deadites and they talk and stuff. But then some of them straight up just kind of are zombies. So, like, if you want to tell me Army of Darkness is a zombie movie, I would say, sure, okay, sure. But if you wanted to be like, yes, these certain characters are zombies in the movie, I might then say, well, okay, you know, pump your brakes, you know. But I wouldn't be upset if you categorized it. How about you? Like, you are you strict about your zombie rules? No. No, I'm not. I think... Because, yeah, you're right. A typical zombie movie, there has to be a transference of infection. So if, if the person if a person in the movie dies from just a gunshot wound and doesn't get bit, they're not coming back to life. That's a strict zombie movie rule, right? You would consider if they came back to life afterwards, that would be sort of an undead thing. But that's also part of the zombie movie that I like. So there's a little bit of forensic investigation there when they have that situation happen and they go, oh, is this person going to come back? How was it transferred? Is it airborne? All that stuff. So, so yeah, I, I'm not strict on my zombie I, I yes would say, no. I would say one of my favorite movies that I'm going to, you know, if you're not going to, if you're not going to pick and choose just very specifically, oh, it's not a zombie movie. Uh, Danny Boyle's 28 Days Later. Uh, there's okay. not zombies. People aren't coming back from the dead. That's not part of it. They are infected with a virus that essentially makes them go crazy. Is that a, a zombie? No, but there's enough similar tones in that movie and themes uh, to most zombie movies that, you know, it's going to fall into the same category. And I think that movie's, like, great. And it it kind of... I, I think the best movies in this in this category, uh, 28 Days Later being one of them, and then I would say maybe the first couple seasons of The Walking Dead, it's bad now. Uh, the, the best the best part about it is, like, people struggling with your humanity because the, your, your, the, your constant struggle is, is this still a person? Is it not a person? How do I treat them? You got to protect yourself. You got to protect your loved ones, but then at the risk of losing your humanity, and then also at the risk of, well, am I killing a person or is it not a person anymore? And that's wow, always an yeah. interesting struggle. Is there a cure? Because I know hashtag alive did that. It addresses that dilemma about I'd say three quarters of the way through the movie. But they, um, yeah, there's always that one character that's holding on to somebody that they've lost that they have them. Well, it's like in Shaun of the Dead, right? But um, yeah. Yeah, when he keeps his video games with them. So it, it, it definitely, I like that part too, where it brings up those emotions. Like, is there going to be a cure? Are we, if I kill them now, you know, is that eliminating any chance of bringing them back? But I have to save, you know, I have to keep people alive. So there's a lot of ways you can go with a zombie movie. Would you say 28 Days Later is your favorite one? No, I think that, it's top three. I think I would, uh, honestly, zombie movie, I would have to go the Dawn of the Dead remake, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. I think it just does so many of the different pieces the best. The opening of that movie is fucking great with Sarah Polly. Oh, like, yeah. It's just intense. Uh, then, honestly, probably, I know it's a comedy, Shaun of the Dead is just such a fucking good movie. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but then I might go, then I might go 28 Days Later, which I think is is truly a masterpiece. Uh, you know, but then some fucking nerd who listens to our show, thank you for listening, we love you, is going to be like, well, it's a rage virus and they're not zombies. Like, I get it. I get it. We covered our bases. It's not truly a zombie. But the, again, the themes, you know, the themes of the, like, 
if if you had a fucking western but the guy was riding a zebra the whole time but he had a, a saddle and a hitch and everything like would you still call him a cowboy probably you know what I mean? Like, if enough of you know, if walks like a duck and talks <laughs> what, like a duck. What, what, what a what a wild what a wild analogy. He's Thanks. riding a zebra the whole time. But that, uh, that's that's actually I mean, a saying. Though? That's actually a saying, though. If you hear if you hear hooves, it's probably not zebras. It's probably horses, right? Yeah, I don't think yeah. that applies to this particular situation. But no, I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, what's your what, what is is what is your number one? That was tough. That was tough to get out. I'm nailing it tonight. <laughs> Dawn of the Dead would probably be up there. I love it's just very good. It's so good. Yeah. As I was watching it again, I was like, yeah, this is a fantastic movie. Um, Shaun of the Dead also was on there. I like the way that World War Z approaches it, even though it wasn't the best movie. I dislike World War Z. I have opinions. Yeah, fair enough. And my opinion on World War Z is that they did a, because they studied, they took a different take on zombies and they, when they were, you know, shooting how these zombies would react and that sort of thing, they studied insects and they studied hive minds and that kind of thing. And so I think that's, that's a unique take. Usually you get the slow moving zombies or the fast moving zombies and they went with the fast ones. And it's interesting. Like, I'm not going to say it's my favorite, but I liked that they did something different. We, we gotta, I gotta address World War Z because this really bugs me. Now, quickly, you mentioned slow zombies, fast zombies. Classically, zombies were slow. Then you get your things like, you know, the Dawn of the Dead remake. Oh, shit, they're fast now. Uh, We can't discuss 28 Days Later because they're not really zombies, so their speed, you know, not a factor, whatever. But in a classic zombie movie, generally, they're slow. They're dead. They're lumbering around. Oh, sometimes they're fast, right? I think you can have both because in in, in my head, I'm not a doctor. I've, I've played one on TV, but I do not have a medical degree. You know, if that person has died very recently, their body was in good shape, good physical condition, they get bit, the infection gets them, whatever, or it's, you know, uh, they, it's an injury that doesn't really deteriorate their body, they die quickly, that, that body's still fresh, those muscles are still fresh, so it's reanimated, it should theoretically be able to work pretty similarly to how it was working previously. That, in the concept of a world where things are coming back from the dead, you know, you do have to stretch your imagination, but it does kind of make sense. The logic to me applies, right? Okay, sure, then, yeah. Then in that same situation, as that body gets older or if that body was in uh, if that body was in rough shape as it transitioned to being a zombie, theoretically, it's not going to be able to move as good. Then you get your slower moving zombies, right? I agree with both those. Those make sense. You should have a combination of faster and slower zombies. Where I think World War Z just loses me is these zombies have far more capabilities than a regular person they're doing shit that people can't do how how is it giving them near superhuman abilities to stack and climb and move so fast like they're they're moving unnaturally fast which your body if you if the if the physical body can't do that this virus or whatever it is this can't make it do that either that's where it loses me you know what i mean i think you got it yeah i do um first of all we're suspending disbelief because things are coming back from the dead sure. but um yeah so you said that which kind of counterdicts which kind of counters your argument there i think that you have to think of it like it's a parasite the zombie virus is like a parasite right it's it's what's controlling that body so i would agree with your logic that if the body is if the body is young and 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 can do that but there's also like people have minds that hold us back from doing these things so i would argue that uh if the virus doesn't have those holdbacks it could push the human body to do you know that whole like you only use 10 percent of your brain or whatever it would push the human body to do i know but like that's what they say 
but your mind, like if you're lifting weights or if you're pushing yourself uh, in an endurance run or something like that, your mind will hold you back because it's trying to protect your body. If you don't have those holdbacks because you're just a mindless virus and only cares about eating brains um, or human flesh, whatever variety of zombie you want to go with, I think it could push you to, to, to the limits, right? I think, I like I see what you're saying, and I think there is a certain amount of, sure, to a degree, but when I watch World War Z, every time I see one of those big zombie piles like climbing hundreds of feet yeah. up in the air, I'm like, this takes me out of it. I'm lost. It doesn't, I mean, I don't get concerned. Whereas when you're watching Dawn of the Dead and there's just like one small zombie child trying to eat Sarah Polly and she's running for her life, like you feel it. You're like, oh shit, run Sarah, shit. Yeah, I I just liked, I just mentioned World War Z because of the way that it, it was just different. Like they did used, something different yeah, for sure. Which I did I, love Brad Pitt because I mean, he's Brad Pitt. He's, how could you not love him? He's the gorgeous. best. Gorgeous, he's gorgeous. Yeah, he's very handsome. He's very handsome. He's a handsome fella. Not a good movie. I'm not putting it in my top three. We got it's not a ter- it's not a terrible movie. Like it's a it's a fun ride, but I think they just Yeah, they lost me on the the big the big giant stacks of them, you know? It just Fair was, enough. It's not it. It's not what I'm looking for. I liked Zombieland. I haven't seen the second one, but I enjoyed I enjoyed Jesse Eisenberg's character in that. I like it when it kind of takes I do like a zombie movie that puts you it depends. I guess it depends. I like both when they kind of show the start of the apo- the start of the apocalypse, but I also like a zombie movie that kind of just throws you right into it, right? This is the new world. These are the rules. Here's where we go, right? That's actually one of my favorite things about Zombieland, which is it's okay. It's funny. The first one's pretty funny, yeah. But the the rules and the number one rule being like cardio, which actually is 100% true. Like yeah. you're yeah. in an apocalypse situation. You're going to be running. You need to be physically fit. Like shit's shit's bad, and I thought that was really funny. But now, the it's funny that I I want to I want to they talk about zombies in that movie in sort of a realistic way. Like, uh, careful with your bathroom breaks, and make sure that you have snacks, and make sure your cardio's up. Those are like realistic approaches to how should I survive this, right? Yeah. But the one thing that never gets talked about in zombie movies, or at least not anyone that I've seen, inclement weather. We live in northern Alberta, my guy. It was minus 30 for eight straight days here in Edmonton. If there was cold-blooded creatures out there without hot blood flow moving through their body outside, those motherfuckers are just frozen in place. They're not They're not going anywhere. They're frozen solid. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. not a concern for three months out of the year. And I then guess. if you were in, let's say, a hot, dry climate, they're going to fall apart, blow away, like sandpaper getting at them, you know? Like it, realistically, wouldn't that isn't that biologically what would happen? There's um, no moisture. They're not drinking water. I don't think they need to drink water. They're just driven by the virus, right? Right. They they might their brain might not tell them they need to drink water, but biologically, through through the laws of thermodynamics, if there is no water in their flesh, it is going to start to get dry and blow away and peel off, right? I guess. Yeah. Like that one, I wouldn't know as much about, but yeah, the cold weather one, definitely. For sure. They're frozen. Frozen solid. And you just go and knock just, their heads just, off. Yeah, you, easy cleanup. By that same It's like token, you shovel the driveway and you take out a couple zombies. Take out a couple zombies. <laughs> really hoping for a cold snap so we can get rid of this infestation. I will say this. I don't think we would survive because society's going to fall apart. We need, you need heat to live in this, in this part of the world. If you don't have infrastructure and power coming to your house, you're probably going to die. So yeah, chances I mean, are you would move to a place where you don't have to 
doesn't take this much energy to live, right? You probably well, get so. It, That's a good question. It does not take this much energy to live. It takes this much energy to live like we do. People lived here prior to us having this kind of energy. It is sure. doable. <laughs> it is. It's just difficult. Where would you it's, go? Yeah. That's the question that well, everybody asks. Yeah, I mean, Where would you, you go? Northern Alberta is like all muskeg. You just go live in the middle of the muskeg. You you burn a, a wood furnace for heat and like zombies are not going to do well in muskeg. Let me tell you. No, they um, would sink. Yeah, they would sink. And then also, as we've discussed previously here in Canada, very low population density. So it's actually kind of already a good spot, but you definitely don't want to be in a high de- high density area. Now, but then the tricky thing there, of course, is then what about food and supplies and stuff? And, you know, that's that's how you get into the, the zombie movie shenanigans. You got to go in for a supply run. Yeah, food is number one, I'd say. I always thought I'd go to the mountains, but I think that would be a mistake because you couldn't see them coming. That's right. Saskatchewan, northern Saskatchewan. Flat, cold, a lot of space. All, all the things you need to prevent an apocalypse. <laughs> to well, you're not going to prevent it, apocalypse. but you maybe, yeah, keep yourself safe. I, uh, you think you'd, you'd struggle, I think you would struggle with those tough decisions, you know? Jen, oh, Jen gets, would, Jen yeah. gets turned. You're not making that tough decision. You can't do it. Uh, I don't think I'd last very long if we're being no. complete. I'd like to think I'd last. I would probably, I would, I would be hooped. Yeah. Me though, my beautiful wife Charlotte, the love of my life, the best thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, she gone. <laughs> she getting bitey. She's out. <laughs> I ain't hesitating. It's for yeah, the best. I think I think you'd do fine. I think you would you would survive. You know, I'll hail King Ryan, King of the North, I guess, the zombie apocalypse. So I think the, the, the key the key to any high pressure situation, including a zombie apocalypse, but also real life, just trying to not think too emotionally. Try to try to be. You know, emotions matter for sure. Morals matter. I'm not saying be an emotional psychopath, but I'm saying make your decisions rationally because that's how you that's how you get out of high pressure situations. You know, you think that highly trained astronauts, when things go wrong, break down and start crying. No, they just they don't even think about it. They're trained to just make the next logical step, fix what's problem number two, fix it, move on to problem number three, you know. Yeah, good advice, Ryan. That's very good advice. And then, you know, I'm I'm sure that at, at every couple of weeks you're having a full, like, breakdown back in your little hidey hole cabin because the world is terrible and you're making constantly horrible decisions. Like, mentally, it would be extremely taxing. I can't even handle this pandemic. It's already destroying me. Like, how would I handle a full-on zombie apocalypse? I might get shit done day to day, but, like, mental health would be bad for me in that situation. It, yeah, it would be, it would be stressful, I'd say. All these comparisons to coronavirus when everything shut down at first, and it's like, oh, it's kind of like a zombie apocalypse. Well, there's nobody trying to eat your brains, so you're good. That's another question I have. Do zombies exclusively eat brains, or is that just an old zombie thing? I think originally, yeah. I think in like the original Night of the Living Dead, they were going for brains, but I think more modern modern ones just are eating flesh, live eating flesh. The whole, eating the whole thing. Okay, that's yeah. fair. I think their number one, I think zombies' number one motivation would be just to continue to spread the virus. They're just trying to survive. It's like a tapeworm or whatever. I don't know a lot about tapeworms, if I'm being honest. They're just a parasite. They're just trying to survive. So. Hey, aren't we all? You know? Yep. Yeah, we are. We're all just parasites trying to survive. There you go. Now I'm on your level. Just real negative. <laughs> um, I never gave a third zombie movie. Didn't you? I said Zombieland. That's probably not it. Oh, Okay. No, that's it. I like Zombieland. That scene in the end with the clown really does terrify my dreams. I'm not a very big clown fan. Nobody is. They're weird. Who loves a clown, you know? Nobody. Wow. Yeah. Cameron from ever, Modern Family. I, it, was a, it was a past 
I want to say Crispy Jam that I gave. Um, not sure how long ago. Did you ever watch Train to Busan? It's on my Amazon Prime watch list. I was going to try and it watch it. It is a good one. Uh, zombie movie, they get stuck on a train, zombies. You know, it's not anything groundbreaking, but it's just the story's good, the acting's good. Um, it's got some fun stuff in it. Uh, I also would maybe recommend... <laughs> I would recommend this movie, but only so you could be like, why did they do this? Uh, a movie called Warm Bodies. Oh, I... It is like uh, zombie teen romantic comedy where like true love brings him back from being a zombie kind of thing. And like, but there is some really funny bits where like the zombies are kind of like doing like water cooler chat because this is like their day job. Sort of. It is. It's got some funny stuff, but also it's just like, this is weird. What are we doing? But like, you know, give it a shot. Isn't that the premise of uh, Santa Clara, Santa Clarita diet? Uh, Timothy Oliphant, Andrew Barrymore. Yeah, Andrew Barrymore gets turned into a zombie. So it's less like she just not getting turned back from being a zombie. She just gets turned into a zombie and they're like trying to deal with it. Yeah, which is interesting. Those yeah. are, I always like that kind of take. Like we talked about, unique take on a unique take on a, on a pre-existing environment is always fun. You want to do a top three? I don't know. Do you got a top three? Well, it's not top three zombie movies that we no. already did? Yeah, because we already did that. Mm-hmm. Top three Zack Snyder movies. No, <laughs> just kidding. I'm not going to do that. We're not a Zack Snyder podcast. We don't have to do a top three. No, we don't have to do a top three. I do have some crispy like, gems, though, that I want to talk about. It. Yeah, people don't want us to force it. I have some crispy gems that are related to zombie movies because I watched them this week and I didn't want to talk about them, but we can talk about them now as they give them as crispy gems. How's that sound? That sounds fantastic. I could, I literally could not think of anything better in this moment. <laughs> right now. <laughs> so first one, first crispy jam on Amazon Prime is Little Monsters. Have you seen this? I have. Quite it's a an lot Austra of fun. Australian movie with um Lupita Nuango. Did I say that right? Probably not. Anyway, credit to her. She's a fantastic actress. And uh Dave England no, it's not Dave, I think it's John England. Anyway, he's an Australian actor. It's great. It um and Josh Gad is in it. The, it's about a teacher, zombie, it's not a full zombie apocalypse, it's a zombie outbreak that happens at this sort of field trip, and they got to deal with all these kids zombies. So it's quite good. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, you know, again, like, uh, I think it, it's always funny to take a, funny, it's always fun to take like a classic premise and give it a fun spin, as long as you're making a good movie. And I would say they did, you know, if you're looking yeah. for like fun spin, zombie movie, Little Monsters, check it out. It's 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 not overly violent, but I think it's the right level of violent. Josh Gad does a great job at playing a character that I don't like. Like he's yes. like he's yes. he's good at being dislikable, which is yeah. funny because he's also like I feel like he's a likable guy, and when he's just playing a more normal character, he is likable. So it's funny that he can uh, just kind of flip it so easily. Huge stage actor, Josh Gad. Did you know that? Yeah, he was in the original uh, Book of Mormon stage he was. production. Yeah, he's a big musical guy, so I like Josh Gad a lot. Uh, second one is Blood Quorum on Crave. Blood Quantum. Quantum, sorry, messed that up. You fucked up your own crispy jam, Jesus. Words are hard. Uh, yeah, Canadian content here. So I'm giving yeah. an Australian movie and a Canadian movie. It was well done. Yeah, Blood Quantum was sick. Yeah. It was kind of a fun idea too. Tell, hit us with that plot. It's so your it's, gem. It's a, zombie, uh, it's a zombie apocalypse and there's one tribe in Northern Ontario. Is that where they're at? I think. I think they're in Quebec. No, I think in the movie, I think they're set somewhere in the States, but I don't think they say where it is specifically. 
I thought it was, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, that tribe is not affected. Does that pretty much sum it up? Yeah, I think that um, they're, uh, the indigenous people in this tribe have like a like a blood immunity to the infection. So then like they're the only ones that are like okay throughout the thing. And so they kind of set up their own little blockades and are like, we're good. And like, y'all aren't good. So fuck off. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a very interesting take on the zombie movie. So I would suggest it. Do you got any crispy gems? Zombie or not zombie related? Yeah, not zombie related. Um, I did uh, watch um, as a follow up to Unstoppable, which was like not, you know, there's nothing to write home about. Uh, and I think I have talked about this movie before, but I was like, I got to watch a good movie on the new Stars content now. So I watched Danny Boyle's Sunshine, which is just remarkable. Oh. And I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. That movie Really great. There? Yeah, really great sci fi oh. movie. Awesome. Good cast. Wonderful. Super, super unique take. Honestly, yeah. Just a cool story, you know, like a cool idea. Like essentially the plot is the sun is being snuffed out and they launch a giant spaceship, which is essentially carrying the fucking hugest bomb you've ever seen. And they need to launch it into the sun. It's very cool. Very, very cool. Sunshine is a, is a fantastic, good crispy jam. Great. Yeah. Great one. Yeah. I'm good at this. I'm really good at this. We're a great podcast. That's why you listen. And you know where you can find us on the internet? Tuckandrolls.ca. So if you like our podcast as much as we do, reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we're on all of them, um, or leave us a voicemail. You can do all of that on our website, which is tuckandrolls.ca. That's right. Oh, that was a and seamless you, plug. Listeners, if you have any fun intros to describe Tuck at the beginning of the episode, go ahead and reach out to me on Twitter or Facebook. Let me know what those are so I can uh, add them to my list because I got to be honest, I'm running low. Uh, and yes, I did shamelessly steal this bit from the Doughboys podcast. So, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, it's hey, uh, it's an homage. You got to beat the best to be the best or whatever. I think that's it. Short episode this week, but. Yeah, only 47 minutes of my beautiful voice this week. <laughs> We're only. Running. So sorry, listeners. <laughs> I think shorter episodes are good. We need to throw these in. It's going to be a big march. It's March now. Going to be a big march. You got Zack Snyder's Justice League oh. coming out and you know it. Godzilla versus Kong. Let's fucking go. Let's do it. Hashtag Team Kong. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, it's March Madness. It's part of, you, you don't get that sports guy over here. Yeah, great. Basketball. Cool. It's, hey, the tournament is fucking awesome. Don't knock the tournament. Sure. I don't know. Here's a crazy idea. Maybe they could pay some of those college athletes that they're making so much money off of. Whatever. What do I know? Oh, I'm I'm not supporting the NCAA. It is a crooked organization. Yeah, it's and fucked ton of money that the California actually did a step to help that they, I believe in California players that are, um, can make money off their likeness. College players can make money off their likeness. So somebody buys a Jersey, they get part of that. Well, as they should be able to, cause like yeah. the NCAA can like license them to be in a video game and make a bunch of money. But then the players like, I'm struggling to pay for school. Hello, please help. So like it's the, fucked up. The problem is, is you have the big sports like basketball and football and then you got all of the other sports that are just equally as important that the NCAA has to support. So if they pay football players as much as they make off of them, they, you know, wrestlers and gymna uh, gymnasts and rowers and whatever else, like canoers, they wouldn't get as much money because nobody watches them on TV. Sounds like you're in the pocket of big NCAA. No, not at all. Not at all. Don't put words. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. You're the one who said it. You're defending him. No, I'm just saying that's okay. that's the argument Look, on the other this side. This has been about 45 seconds, and it's expended every single thing I know about college basketball. So we need to move on. This is this is your 
I give you a minute to talk about video games, you're going to be a minute to talk about sports. Fair. Ooh, some really exciting Final Fantasy VII remake news this week in the world of video games. Ooh. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, that they're just they're releasing an updated PS5 version that's going to have better graphics and cooler stuff. And there's also like a new character DLC being added. Yuffie, you know, she's from Wutai. It's very cool. You don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm excited. And the other thing is, um, uh, Blizzard announced a Diablo II uh, reboot uh, remake. I guess so. I'm very oh. excited for that. That's a game I played a lot of in high school and I will play a lot of again when they release the remake I could get on side with that Diablo 2 yep like that Final Fantasy 7 you just said a bunch of words I didn't understand blah mm-hmm. blah blah role playing game blah 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 <laughs> yeah it is it's a JRPG it's one of the <laughs> I best don't like turn based games I don't like them it's not turn based anymore it, uh, the original Final Fantasy 7 was turn based but the new system is not turn based it's a really good the updated system for the remake is like really sick actually it's good you get to, you get to swing that giant sword around Oh, the Buster Sword, you know I swing that big Buster Sword around. Okay, well, that's fun. You're not just picking moves. You're, like, actually mashing buttons. Oh, yeah, it's fun. It's a good system. They did a good job. That's why I like them. Just get a PS5, my guy. Come on. I'm close. It's a joke. You can't. You can't get one. It's impossible. No, I would never play it. You could get a computer science degree and write a code to buy a bot sooner than you could physically buy a PS5 yourself. Really? They're still still that scarce? Oh, yeah. You can't get them. You cannot Why? get them. And I know that I, because I have multiple, there's multiple listeners of the show who want them and would love to pay for them, but cannot get them. Why? Because scalpers, bots buy them all online and then resell them. How does this system work? Like, how is that, well, how is that a thing? The Sony cares as much as, oh, we're sorry that you're having a bad experience, but their only option would be to demand that the retailers overhaul their whole sales uh, system and the retailers don't want to do that because they don't care. They've sold it. They've made the same amount of money. There's no upside to them. And Sony's not going to pressure them too hard because then they'll burn a bridge with a major retailer and sell less units. So nobody cares. Except can they just the make a bunch of units? Well, they can only make so many at a time. Like, they're not fucking magic. Well, it seems like they could just... Anyway, it doesn't matter. It seems like they could just flood the market and put the secondary market out of business. They're still making 800 bucks. doesn't matter to them. Plus, they would make more. But yeah, I guess there'd probably be some manufacturing issues because it's a complex piece of machinery. You better believe it is. Solid state drive. Hey, there you go. I listen. Look at that. You remembered one thing from like four months ago. Really proud of you, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Proud of myself too, all the time. Okay. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Share our podcast on your social media. That would be appreciated. Yeah. Share us with your friends. Subscribe to us. Uh, We are trying to grow. Um, we we do put a lot of effort into this, even though it's not very good. Um, <laughs> we, if you, all we ask is that if you enjoy it, which I assume you do if you're listening, just share it with one other person you think might enjoy it, and that would really help us out a lot because that's the only way we're going to grow is 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 that. So I can thank think you. of two list. I can think of two listeners that have done that. So shout out to you two, the rest of you, fifty eight or whatever it is. Hey, maybe you could share us with one person. Um, enough shameless plugging, right? We're above that. I don't feel shame. I'm in Cape Horn. Tuck, I will talk to you next week. All right. Stay crispy. Did we say that? Did I make that up? Stay crispy. Have a good week, Tuck and Rollers. Love you guys. Bye.